Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. Lift up your voice and give Him the praise. The Bible says that it is in Him that we live and move and have our very being. There is none like our God. It is by His goodness and by His mercy that we are alive today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we give you the praise. Father, we give you the glory. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his love. Lift up your voice and give him the praise. Give him the glory in the name of Jesus. There is none like our God. Let's thank God for bringing us into a new season. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's thank God for January. Let's thank God for February. Let's thank God for March, how far he has brought us. He's kept us safe. He's kept us healthy. We are alive today. So lift up your voice and give him the praise. Give him the glory in the name of Jesus. Gather the family around and let's gather around the word of God. But in appreciation, let's lift up our voice and give him all the glory. Let's give him all the honor. Lift up your voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Sincerely, give him the praise. Give him the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. And Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning. Those here, those online, those that will watch on TV or listen on the radio later on, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, by the entrance of your word, may their lives not remain the same. By the entrance of your word, may their lives not remain the same. Anyone going through a difficult time, I pray, may the hopeless find hope. Even anyone at the point of commuting suicide, in the mighty name of Jesus, arrest them, O God. Let despair go away. In the name of Jesus, and may they look up to you. And as they look up to you, may you come through for them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you and we give you the praise. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus this morning, restore families, restore broken relationships, mend lives, O oh God, and may the lost find you. And may those that are out of fellowship with you come into a right relationship with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Say amen. Say amen. Join me in welcoming those that are online and those that watch on TV as well. Today is a family service. Welcome, everyone, and we are expecting an awesome time in God's presence. Amen. I hope you are Get excited about God. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson and um, continue with the service. Turn your Bibles with me, if you please, to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. We are talking about how to have a happy family, a blessed family, have a blessed life. And we've looked at relationships all throughout this month relating to our neighbors. Last week, we looked at how to have successful relationships, and today is our uh, family service. So let's read from Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. 
Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and give himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the lord does the church for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones for this reason a man shall leave his wife and his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh this is a great mystery but i speak concerning christ and the church nevertheless let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. 5. Bond servant be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in sincerity of heart as to christ not with eye service as men pleased but as born servants of christ doing the will of god from the heart with good will doing service as to the lord and not to men knowing that whatever good anyone does he will receive the same from the lord whether he is a slave or free may god bless his word in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we realize that we have different relationships in our lives. And we talked about how to have successful relationships. And, and you see, what we, what we have to understand and realize is, and we talked about this, we'll pick up from there. The first and most important relationship that we have in our life is our relationship with God. And that is so important. And because... The, 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 the enemy, the devil knows that and realizes that, that he wants to do everything to separate us and cause us not to walk in close fellowship with God. So first, it's our relationship with God. And then two, is the marriage relationship. Most people are either married or are hoping to get married. And then three, there's another level of relationship that we, God wants us to have. And that is a strong Bible-believing Bible church and godly relationships. And then four, another really important relationship that we need is to be under authority. Be under the authority of a pastor. And because the devil knows that these relationships are vital in our lives, he does everything to cause separation in those relationships. One, your relationship with God. One, your relationship with your spouse and in the family. He wants to cause chaos and confusion. 
and you can see the family under great attack. Then three, he wants to separate you from the body of Christ, from being in, a, in fellowship with others in the body of Christ. Then four, he wants to take you from under authority. Then beyond that, when we step out, we live in a society, when you go to work, you have relationships at work. You have friends, you have, fam you have, you have different all sorts of relationships. But I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, as we go through this lesson this morning, I pray may God bless you with godly relationships. I said may God bless you with godly relationships. Any relationships that are broken in your life, that are supposed to be together, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God bring it together. I said may God bring it together. I said may God bring it together. I said may God bring it together. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I pray that you will experience God in your family. So how do I have a successful, a blessed life and also a blessed family? The first thing that we need to do is as a family and as individuals, even if you are not married yet, make a decision to serve the Lord. Make a decision to put God first. To seek the kingdom of God and put him first. Let's turn our Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. Notice what he said to the children of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. He says, You shall love the Lord your God with, your, with all your heart with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlet between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. He's saying that Israel, I am giving you the way to this thing. I am giving you the path. To be successful and to live the blessed life. He had given them all these commandments and all these things. And Jesus speaking summarized it for us as well. In Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22 verse 35. He says, then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, Hung all the law and the prophets. Those commandments and the law 
were, was full of commandments, over 600 commandments. This person realizes, comes to Jesus, and Jesus says, what is the key issue? What is the thing that is going to make the difference? Jesus said, the love question must be resolved. So to have a blessed family and a blessed life, the love question must be resolved. Once love is in the home, there is a love for God. Out of that will flow all the other relationships that are needed. If the relationship with God is out of line, then there is distress in the home. It applies to individuals. It applies to families. It applies to nations. Whenever a nation, whenever a people honors God, whenever a family honors God, it makes all the difference. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, this moment. May you decide and make a decision that you will love God with your all. If you are watching on TV, if you are watching online. And you don't even know, have a relationship with Jesus. And you are saying, Pastor. I want to know this Jesus that you are talking about. Maybe at one point you knew him and you are out of fellowship. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, you will make a decision today to make, the, make Jesus the Lord of your life. I can assure you by the word of the living God, without God in your life, you are not going to make it. And especially in these days and times, how much we need God every single day of our lives. Most of the distress in relationships and in families is because God has been taken out of the picture. See what happened to us as a nation when the Ten Commandments were taken out of the schools and Bible reading were taken out. At one time, a certain, a certain, a certain elderly woman she had grandkids. The parents were not available for the kids. But every day before the kids went to bed, she made them read and recite the Ten Commandments. And later on, she passed on. But those kids grew up to love God and to serve God and, will, and abide and, and, and stayed in the house of the Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, parents, we will bring children in the admonition of the Lord and in the love of God. And when we teach them right, and when we teach them in the way to go, they will never depart from it. For the home to be blessed, one, there must be a good relationship between husbands and wives. It shows us, this, the relationships are so important that he not only wrote that to the Ephesians, he wrote that again to the Colossians. How people should relate at home, how parents should relate to children, and how employees should relate to employers, and how employers should relate to the employees. Very, very, very important because God knows that our success depends a lot on the relationships that we have. And when the home is in despair, 
And when the home is out of line, it affects not only us, but it affects the community and it affects the nation as a whole. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, any relationship in your life that is not healthy, any marriage that is under, under attack and under siege, and you wish that you are not even married, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God restore. I said, may God restore. I said, may God restore. He says, and going back to Ephesians chapter 5, he gives us how this should be done. Verse, 20, verse 22, he says, Why submit to your own husband as to the Lord? Then he says to the husbands, Love your wives, verse 25, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. This will solve a lot of marital problems. If the, the, the wife just decides to submit to, 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 the, to the husband, and the husband also decides that I, I'm going to love my wife and love my family like Christ loved the church. If, when we live according to the word of God, things go well. When we don't, it doesn't go well. I pray in the name of Jesus this morning, receive peace in your home. Amen. I said receive peace in your home. Amen. I said receive peace in your home. Some wife you say, no, I'm not submitting here. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then the husband will say, why should I love my wife? I'm just going to, to, to like we're talking about, take advantage and just use her. When, when, when there is respect, he feels honored. And from the perspective of the wife, when she is loved, then she, does, she wants to do her very best. When love exists in a home, the place will be like heaven. Because love is the atmosphere of heaven. Let me repeat it again. When love exists in the home, the place will be like heaven. When husband and wife and the husband are trying to outdo each other in love, it will create a heavenly atmosphere. Children brought in that atmosphere do not turn out to be criminals. Children brought in that atmosphere live for God. I pray may the chaos end in your home in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said may the chaos end in your home in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's live by the Bible. Let's live by the word of the living God. Since love your own, you ought to love their own wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. For nobody ever hated his own flesh. You get up, take a shower, put on whatever you put on because you want to take care of your, of your body. I pray in the name of Jesus, may the love of God arise from our hearts. I said, may the love of God arise from our hearts. I said, may the love of God arise from our heart. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he goes on to talk about the talk talk about the fact that for us also there must be good relationships between children, parents, and, and children. Even before we go there, you see, he talks about the fact that the parent must 
The, the, not only must the husband and wife live together well, but you see, the husband is the head of the home. He's supposed to lead the husband and be, and be the priest in his own household. And, 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 and they must get, we must get to the place where we say we are going to come together to fellowship. And not only that, honor the Lord with our sustenance, with our tithes and our offering. It opens the windows of heaven over the family. That's one of the things that we, my, my wife and I decided. When we got married, we decided that we will honor the Lord with our substance. And it's made the difference in our financial lives. You see, it, 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 it all comes down to putting God first. In every area of our lives. If you are single and you hope to get married at some point, honor the Lord first. You see, you, you, you attract who you are. If you decide to have a good relationship with God, it starts on the inside. If, if you don't put... Seeking the marriage spouse first and put God first, God will give you a spouse. When that relationship is in place, then all other ones will follow. Maybe it's turbulent or maybe you are single. Dedicate your life to the Lord first. Yield your life to the Lord first. As you seek him and his kingdom first, like he says in Matthew 6.33, everything else will be added to you. Amen. I said everything else will be added to you. I said everything else will be added to you. I said everything else will be added to you. Someone once said it's easier to rule your household than, than a nation. Think about it. The order starts in the home. So it should be order in the home. And in your own personal life as well, if you're seeking and looking to, to, get, to get married. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray, one, one time also, so sometimes people like, like their testimonies. One time, uh, uh, the husband and wife were having so, much, so many challenges, the wife decided, I'm going to make a change here. She that night, sat down, and wrote and wrote all the positive things. Remember, we're talking about this. Look for the positives, all the positive things in her, in the husband's life, and said and and put a note in his pocket before he went to work, and said, "These are all the positives. Don't work yourself too hard. And and re remember to have lunch today. I love you." The husband went to work and discovered the note. It's like what? What changed? Something has happened here. Look at this note my wife put, 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 put my clothes. And he was changed. And he also started writing a note. And about all the positive things in the wife's, in the wife's life. And they started exchanging notes and sharing the love of God together. And that home was completely turned around. Instead of looking at the faults, they started looking at the positive. I pray in the name of Jesus. May God help us. I said, may God help us. I said, may God help us. I said, may God help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Cornelius, in, in the book of Acts, led his whole family to serve the Lord. That must be in place. That must be in place. That must be settled in our lives that God is first and he takes precedence 
over all other relationships in Acts chapter 10. And through him, his whole family came to the Lord. Maybe, maybe you are in a family that not everybody knows God. Maybe your spouse, before you got married, you, you are both not Christians. One, somebody has found Jesus Christ, the other person has not. I pray, continue to pray for them and say, Lord, use me to bring them to the Lord. I said, may God use you to bring them to the Lord. I said, may God use you to bring them to the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then finally, the relationship between parents and children. It makes a difference in the home. You see, children, it says that honor your parents in the Lord and things will go bad with you. No, that's not what the Bible says. I was checking to see if you are still here or going home. <laughs> it will go well with you. Sometimes in a marriage relationship, or when you are single, someone would decide that, no, I'm not going to take care of my parents if they are still alive. If that, if that individual doesn't make it a point to take care of their parents, it will reflect when you get married. Because if, they, can't, if they, can't, they are not willing to take good care of their parents, and if you are a lady and you are dating them, they will pass the same thing along to you. As children... No matter which level that we are, we must decide that we will honor our parents. That falls under the category of being under authority. Because one of the things that the enemy and the devil want you to do will be to rebel against your parents. And not do what they tell you. Sometimes teenagers might say, oh, my parents don't understand me. They don't want to listen to me. But the point is, do you also listen? You see, it should be a, a, a relationship. One of the things, one of the things that God, God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, let's look at that. Genesis chapter 18, verse 19, he, he, say, he says this, talking about Abraham. He says, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. God says, I know Abraham, how he's going to raise his children. A command is different from an encouragement. He says he will command, notice this, his children and his household after him. God's plan was that the blessing that was on Abraham will be throughout all generations. So he, God knows that if he doesn't raise his children right, if the family doesn't go after God, it's going to impact generations. He says, I know him. What is God's testimony about us? He may command his children and his household starts with a man. And it's good to have family worship and a time of studying the Bible together. Someone said families that pray together stay together. Pray, read the Bible and pray together. Set aside some time in the day, early in the morning or at some point in the evening, and get together. Read the Bible. We have, we have a read the, through the Bible calendar as a church. Take some portion of it. Read it. Discuss it. 
and pour into the life of those kids. And as a family, it provides an avenue for whatever is on anyone's heart to be discussed. Sometimes as you talk through it, you see that the issue is resolved. How, create a family altar in the home. It's so important. It's so important. It will go a long way for the family to have and enjoy the blessing of the Lord. Finally, let me wrap up with this. And this is the profile of a blessed family and of a blessed life. And I pray it will be your profile as well. Notice in Psalm 112, 112 from verse 1. He says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be cursed. No, 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 no. The generation of the upright will be blessed. I decree and declare that may the blessing of the Lord be on your household and your generations in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said may the blessing of the Lord be on your household and on your generation as you love God and love others and love your neighbor in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Three, he says wealth and riches will be in his house. And his righteousness endures forever. Notice that he's blessed with wealth and riches. And his righteousness is still intact. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals generously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. I pray in the name of Jesus, in the midst of the darkness in this world, may your light shine. May the light of your family shine. In the mighty name of Jesus, may your foundation never be shaken. Things are shaking in the world. But the one who fears God and delights in his commandment. The family that delights in God and delights in his commandment. That means that whatever God tells us to do. We delight in it so much we want to do it. I pray in the name of Jesus when everything else is shaking in the world. May nothing of yours be shaken. May your foundation be strong. May the foundation of your family be strong. May you stand in this day and times and may God use you for his glory if you believe that say amen. amen then he says he will not be afraid the righteous will be in everlasting remembrance seven he will not be afraid of evil tidings his heart is steadfast trusting in the Lord his heart is established he will not be afraid until he sees his desire Upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. This is your profile in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
This is the profile of your family in the name of Jesus. Someone will say, I'm very far away from this. Start, like God told Abraham, right from where you are and decide that even if the previous generations missed it and didn't live for God, like Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will walk in the integrity of his word. We'll be a blessing to our community. We'll be a blessing to those around us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And if, you are, if you're working for somebody or if you have your business, decide that you are going to treat others right. Nehemiah went to the king to seek his mercies. But when he went there, the king's, the, the, his countenance, the Bible says that, notice this, the Bible says in Nehemiah 2, 2, therefore the king said to me, from verse 1, he says, and it came to pass in the month of Nizan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, why is your face sad? Since you are not sick, there is nothing but sorrow of heart. So Nehemiah goes to, to work. He was the king's cupbearer. And on an ordinary day, uh, the king looks at him and he says, what's going on? You are, you, are not, you are not sad. But some people will be the reverse. When they go to work and they are sad, no one will notice. Did you get that? Because every day that they show up, they are gloomy and sad and down. and It's, it's a normal day. <laughs> and they'll do a good job. But the king noticed. He says, I've never been sad in his presence. That means that he's doing his work cheerfully. It impacts even the relationship at work. I pray in the name of Jesus. Any relationships in your life, maybe you are, you are, you are, you are being abused one way or the other. You're in an abusive relationship. I pray, may God help you. I said, may God help you. I said, may God help you. And I pray in the name of Jesus, may you walk in the blessing of the Lord. Amen. You and your house. Make a decision that we are going to start a new line of people that serve the Lord. And it affects your children, it affects your generations, and those after you. I pray your generations will call you blessed. Amen. I said your generation will call you blessed. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you are watching on TV, watching online, wherever you may be listening on the radio, we've talked about this. The most important relationship you can have is with God. Jesus said, love God. Then out of that, the love for your neighbor will follow. The question is, do you have a relationship with God? Do you, are you in a right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Jesus is coming soon. There is a heaven and there is a hell. People are in hell right now. People are in heaven right now. If Jesus comes today, are you ready to meet him? Do you have a right relationship with him? Maybe you are struggling. You are going through a difficult time in your family, in your business, in, your, in, in different aspects of your life. Jesus is the only person. Maybe you are looking for solutions outside of God. Maybe some, some people say, I've tried this religion. I've tried that religion. This morning, we are not talking about a religion. We are talking about a living relationship with Jesus. Nobody could say that they were the way to the back to the Father. Jesus is the only one that said, I am the way. 
the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. You cannot find the blessing and joy in anything else outside of Jesus. The peace that you are looking for can only be found in Jesus. The health and life you are looking for can only be found in Jesus. He is the way. Only one way back to the Father. And this morning, we present to you Jesus. Do you know him? Are you ready to meet him? Somebody said, I don't believe in God. There is no God. That's tough. The Bible says that only the fool says that there is no God. Don't be a fool. Yield your life to the Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray for these ones in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray, O oh God, may you keep them in you and in your house to the day of your appearing. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Let's talk to the Lord. Ponder on the words that we have heard this morning. In the name of Jesus. And talk to the Lord and say, Lord, the relationships, the people that I see, like we've been talking about, the people that we see every day, we can't say we love God and not treat them right. Lord, help me to treat people right that I see every day in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone, anyone going through a difficult time, difficult season. Lord, heal the relationship between parents and children, between wives and husbands, between employer and employees, employees and employers. Lord, let the love of God be reflected in our lives and through our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for speaking to us and ministering to us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. We're we trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 